The Digital Gumbo Podcast contains language that some may find offensive. Listener discretion is advised. Well, now we're done with that shit. Let's start the show. For the victory lap, though. Whoa, whoa. They ain't never seen nothing like this before. Lit the room when I came through the front door. Ask me if I should suffer, come work for. Train in the trees, please, pardon my sycamore. And welcome back into the Digital Gumbo Podcast. We are happy and pleased to be joined by T. Petty, who uh, comes back into the broadcast. Welcome to the podcast. Welcome. So, um, hey, Corona, God. hey, how you doing? How was your week? My week was like it always is. Okay. Because I work from home all the time. That's what's up. That's what's up. So, we're going to get into this uh, coronavirus part two, the week from absolute hell. All sports leagues canceled. Rudy Gobert and his microphone touching ass in the NBA. Um, the travel ban from Europe into the United States, except for the UK. I don't understand that. Uh, your man, man, Cheeto 45, had his press conference and he's shaking everybody's hands. Um, the toilet paper hoarding, the water hoarding. T. Petty, I'm bringing you in on this. What, what's your thoughts on this madness that's going on? Okay, now y'all know the. I was here before. I said, I don't give a damn about the Rona. I have to tell the listeners, this does not happen often, but I was wrong. What? I know, right? Mark mm. this day down because it's never going to happen again. Okay, all right. So, I'm still not worried about me. Perfectly healthy. But we have to be mindful of the elderly, right? That's true. And exercise universal precautions. Like I said before, wash your hands and wash your ass. People still don't have that down. So hoarding toilet paper is not going to help you. That's not going to help The soap all. shelves are full. Soap shelves are full. Hand sanitizer shelves are empty. Also garbage. Hand sanitizer is not to be used in place of soap. Not, Order you some dial. Wash? Dial soap. The mm. yellow bar. Not these new fresh and fruity flavors. Yes. It's yes. the standard for black people. Okay. I mean, some of y'all use ivory. That don't work for me. Dial or ivory? Y'all need something caustic. Okay, okay. All right, so uh, Idris bringing you in on this. The elderly, we got to protect. It's been a crazy week. Like, this is like, bruh. What's your thoughts? Man, it's been crazy, Nucky, and I'm glad to have T. Petty back with us as well. And T. Petty, you call it the Rona. So it's like, you know, I know, right? First, you know, like a nickname basis, the Rona. So, you know, I like for me, I'm just trying to protect myself, protect my family. So I'm just drinking a lot of beer and bourbon. I think that's just going to like purify my body and just kind of keep all the germs away and, and, and a Rona virus. People were saying like um, it was ginger ale. I think it's beer and bourbon. That's, and that's what we got to do. I'm sipping on this uh, Coca-Cola energy drink right now. I feel uh, refreshed. I feel like a new person. Uh, Y'all know me to be a germaphobe. And, you know, while we go ahead, and this is a very serious subject, you know, we're not going, as the Bible say, live in fear and anxiety. So, you know, just protect yourself. I mean, I've been wiping down more things. Oh, here's the new gold standard, okay? If you happen to go into the workplace or you encounter other human beings early in the morning, well-moisturized hands are acceptable. But if these motherfuckers don't have ashy knuckles and hands by the end of the workday or into the evening hours by sunset, they are not to be trusted. The ashiness is the benchmark and the hallmark 
of well-washed hands. Your hands should be looking like Bob Vila in a woodworking shop. Thoughts on that, T. Wait Betty? Wait a minute. Because you lotion your hands after you wash them. Dudes don't. See, and then y'all wonder why you can't get no ass. Don't nobody want to mess with you when you ashy, nails dirty. Desperate times call for desperate measures. I would measures. never be desperate enough to and fuck with a dude. All I'm saying ashy. is, is Sorry. that y'all ladies should be out there looking for ashy nook. Now, the rest of the body can be moisturized. That's no, what you're supposed to no, do in the morning. No. Wait a minute. But if you got some ashy ass hands, that means that that person has washed their hands, and you should be distrustful of any of these well manicured ass cats. And if they all ladies. got their hands all moisturized, a dude should not. Ladies is different. Mm-mm. But dudes, it, no, you should have no. ashy ass knuckles, like you've been scraping your knuckles on the cold concrete in North Dakota or some Minnesota, wherever it's cold. I'm just ladies saying. Ladies and humans who like men, you do not have to lower your standards in the age of the Rona. If your hands are ashy, you can't touch me. We have delicate parts. You're not about to rough me up because you're ashy. You have hangnails? Absolutely not, sir. No. If you find a guy and he checks all the boxes. And he has ashy-ass knuckles. You invite him home. Make sure he washes his hands one more time before he puts your hands on you. And then you give him some, you know, whatever the moisturizer of the day is. That's fine. But I think that man, lady, lady, man. I think that you want a little bit of roughness on the hands. Ladies always want that blue-collar dude anyway. But I'm just saying that blue-collar love is different than that white-collar love. I'm just saying Wall Street versus Main Street. But you want to have a little bit of... You, again, that's not that, true. Ashy knuckles can be. You can deal with that when you get right. Like baby, you know, like blah 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 blah. You come back after you take uh, that, and you put the negligee on. Like I got a little something for you. Like oh no, that's not for that. You know, this is for your hands. Just like when you go to a seafood <laughs> restaurant and you eat crab or seafood, and then they come with a nice little lemon, and then they come with the hot towel. This is the lemon and hot towel, the lotion for the hands before you do what you think you're going to do. It's 2020. I'm not tutoring dudes through the basics. I'm just saying, ashy knuckles means that they didn't wash their hands and you have a better chance of survival in 2020. What you got to say on that, Adris? Hey, I'm, I'm Idris Elbow with a little bit of ash on the elbow. So, like, for, for me, you My know, man. it is. Like, I'm, I'm always washing. I'm always kind of keeping it clean, t Petty. You know, I, I do the whole forearm because you got to, like, get the whole joint. Like, oh. you got to go all the way down to the shoulder, elbow. Shoulder. And you, you just can't trust these dudes who ain't washing their hands, exactly. you know, and, and their arms. And they mm. fall arms I'm, I'm totally with you um t petty we had this long list of uh things that we talked about previously that core that uh covid forbids i'm gonna run it down really quickly and i want to get your thoughts on this because you probably next to me you're probably the biggest germaphobe on this panel so here we go covid forbids the following sex kissing handshakes slurpees and ices soda refills bringing in your own cup birthday cake Bobbing for apples, double dipping chips, all potlucks, high fiving and sports handshakes, puff puff pass, sharing a 40 or other alcoholic beverages, kissing boots at the carnival, pick sharing, unauthorized swiping left or right on a phone, strangers taking your photos, peace be with you, communion slash the blood of Christ, duck duck goose, tag freeze tag slash TV freeze tag. Xbox slash PS4, bring your own controller, food and other samples at the big box store, unless they're handing out uh, hand sanitizer or wipes, Um, all food delivery services, 
um, cruises, um, e-scooters. Oh, my God. And segways. Your thoughts on that list, and would you like to add anything to that? Okay. Everything on that list is shit I don't do anyway, except for sex and food deliveries. Now we're going too far. What are people supposed to do when they're at home? Okay, so first all of all, people is need like you know it's 2020. You just make it like it's 1920. Walk <laughs> your ass to your neighborhood grocery store if it's the corner store, bodega. If you're lucky enough to have, you're not in a food desert, and you can walk to your supermarket, get the shit that you need. Hopefully, the shit that you're looking for will be on the shelves. Then you walk it back home, and you need to meal prep like it's the damn apocalypse, apocalypse, or covacalypse. What about this? Food delivery, though, because that's like we already know because they did a study and they asked delivery drivers, like, do you eat people's food? And a lot of people say delivery drivers say, yes, I do reach my hand in there and grab a fry or grab something else. So I think food delivery should be on the list because that's that's just nasty. See, you talking about spreading stuff with the Corona and people like reaching their hand into your bag. See, I like that thinking. Now, here's my thoughts. First of all, I've got more emails from CEOs of companies about the coronavirus, COVID-19, whatever you want to call it, in the last two weeks than ever. But we talked about this. Idris talked about delivery drivers, food delivery drivers, saying that they go ahead and eat some of the food. Now, unless your food got that sticker on it, then you you okay? So that's 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 sanitized for your convenience. Mm-hmm. But here's a scenario. Man, you can restick that sticker. You know, okay. you can open that sticker up and then restick it back. Fair so. enough. So food deliveries is off the table for me. Here's why: an unknown person at said food establishment prepares your food, touches that bag, then the bag or the delivery items are picked up by another unknown person who touches your bag. And the sweat on the cup if you order a drink. Then it gets in their car. Unless there's a car, a cup carrier, a cardboard one or otherwise, that driver puts your drink in their cup holder. And you know, like in a desk drawer, all the germs and stuff is down in the crinkly crinklies <laughs> of the cup holder. And they put your food bag on their passenger seat, which they might be a ride delivery service for something other than food. And ass sweat gets on that. Wow. Ass sweat gets on your bag. They drive, maybe with the window open, maybe with the window not. Maybe it's like a tag team, a husband and wife, or two boo things doing the delivery driver. So you've doubled the germs now. They open the window and they drive to your house, and then they drive up. Then you take that same delivery bag and that same potentially COVID infested cup, put it on your island, you eat it. And then, depending on what the temperature is in your house, that active COVID or germs may be replicating. And say you don't, as we have in this studio, wiped everything down, all hard surfaces. You don't do that. Those germs fester. And then you come the next morning and eat your breakfast, scoop up your raisin bran or whatever it is, and, you know, uh, scoop that up, and you'll be scooping you up a mouthful of COVID and germs. That's what I'm saying. I'm, I'm... Not only worry about COVID, but you just said ass sweat. Ass sweat. From like from the seat in the car, sitting your bag on the seat. Then you take that bag and you put it on your counter. Like that's I I'm I I'm done right there. Ass I'm, sweat. I'm through with that. Ass sweat. T Patty? Okay. 
I kind of can get with y'all on the no food delivery, although walking around the corner to five guys on my own is going to be vexing me, but I can make a sacrifice for the greater good. Okay. But y'all just glossed all over the most important thing. What do we miss? No sex. Why, why would I do that? Okay, so we did talk about this. So, one, um, if this was somebody new, absolutely positively no raw dog like people do this they go out they get drunk they depressed about covid and other things in the world and they get inebriated men and women and they take risk ain't no risk taking now this is the age of no risk taking so absolutely but, but how positively do you protect yourself from covid during sex you're supposed this to is- use a condom and if you engage in certain sexual activities you might have to declare a moratorium on those types of activities sir ma'am no if you are having sex, you get Rona. if dude you with has the Rona. You have You're to exchange. use a condom. Well, is Rona transferred through dick juice? No. Absolutely. Any of the juices. Sir, Shit. Ma'am. You would be Ma'am. more if the kissing, ain't nobody finna give that up. The licking, ain't nobody finna give that up. They need to. Well, they're not going to. Okay, what that what And isn't recommending that you stay Six, six feet, feet. apart. Six feet. How how do you manage to have sex and stay six feet apart? You know what? I got the great equalizer for that. Get you and your boo a hazmat suit, and you only need to have for pretty much one person has two openings: one in the front, one in the back, and for the other partner, one in the front. And just do what you got to do. Oh, okay. Then you take that hazmat suit off and you can spray it up with the Lysol or whatever. If you want to have another partner, so be it. Or be like, boo, I think this is going somewhere. This is your hazmat suit and I'm going to keep this in the basement till you come over again. Okay. Look, hazmat suits, like, okay, I was watching TV the other day. And you know how, like, reporters, they go too far and where they try to do demonstrations for, like, COVID. So you had this reporter where this guy was in this hazmat suit, he filled a spray bottle with neon paint, and he stood next to this woman and had her pretend to sneeze, and he squeezed the spray bottle to show how far a sneeze would shoot out. And I tell you, when he sprayed, it shot out like four or five feet and just got all over this hazmat suit. Then he turned on a black light, and you saw all the sprinkles of that. So I'm just trying to imagine, like, with sex, if you put on a hazmat suit and then turn on a black light that's man why, that's that's why you spray the suit after you're done it's all good listen you either gonna have sex and risk the rona or you're not there is no in between i've seen as i said before a lot of dicks in my life i ain't never seen a six foot dick yet therefore <laughs> you have made an informed choice like i've decided that it's worth the risk i'm in a smaller or one of the least affected populations. I'm young. I'm not uh, compromised. My immune system is not compromised. I've decided that I'm going to risk it all to try to bust this nut. You have called it the Rona. I'm going to call it the Thanos because one out of two <laughs> motherfuckers that's going to be risking it, condom or no condom, God bless you. Okay, so we're going to run down these other items that came up. I want y'all um, thoughts on this. New York State 
prison labor. They have come out with a hand sanitizer that is 50% stronger than any other hand sanitizer. Um, they said this shit is so good it'll almost kill anything. And they said if um, they continue to get positive responses from it, they will sell this in the open market. What y'all think about New York State hand sanitizer? One, I think the reason why they got to make hand sanitizer, because you got people in jail in close proximity. So first of all, they need to be using the hand sanitizer. So like that's that's the first thing. The second thing, if it's good enough for jail populations, it's good enough for the general population outside of that. They're gonna, they're gonna, it's gonna sell like gangbusters. You talk about people having sex without condoms, prisoners. That is probably right at the top of the list. T. Patty, New York State hand sanitizer now with fifty percent more alcohol. What do you think? Know how soap people soap buy soap. You Period. drop that soap in prison, you well, might not prison, be picking it back up. They need to keep the sanitizer in the prison because they are not going to get a regular supply of dial. So mm. leave the hand sanitizer to them. For those of us who are free, buy some soap and wash your ass. That's it. Mm. Why are you hoarding hand sanitizer? Unbelievable. Trash. Okay. Strip club in mm. Las Vegas and I believe Miami as well. Oh, it's a Vegas strip club called Little Darlings. Handed out, gave out 50,000 bottles of hand sanitizer. Um, hand sanitizer at the Gentleman's Club and the Ladies Club. Sugar Shack could be for men or women. Your thoughts on, I know you've been to strip clubs, so what's your thoughts on hand sanitizer at the strip club? Hand sanitizer, that's the least of your worries at a strip club when it comes to bodily fluids and stuff that's all over the place. So you just mean you're going to concentrate just what's on your hands at the strip club? You So so that tells me they giving out hand sanitizer. They probably ain't sanitizing the rest of the club. They just depend on the customers to do that. I, I, I don't think I would go to that club. Can you imagine the type of germs, corona, and others that's on that pole? Black light in the strip club. Mm. And it still won't stop y'all from going. Mm, mm, mm. Okay, American Airlines, Delta Airlines, Southwest, all and United, their CEOs cut their pay uh, on coronavirus fears because pretty much nobody is flying. They showed a plane that was going from, I believe, San Francisco to Tokyo. All the lay flat business class was uh, empty. T. Petty, you are the world traveler, the international player with the passport. How do you feel about these CEOs cutting their pay? And what do you think about airlines in general in the age of... The Thanos. Um, so they got it. So cut your pay. Trickle that down to the hourly workers who are going to be affected by this. Because you know they're the ones going to be hard hit. They're going to get laid off. They're going to get fired because people aren't flying. So go ahead and donate your salaries to them. They won't even miss it. Not getting their salary for six months. They're making millions. They're fine. Gotcha. Travel industry is fucked. <laughs> it just is these planes are losing money every or these airlines are losing money with every flight that goes out because they're virtually empty mm, and mm, hotels mm. panicking everywhere unbelievable Adrice what you think about the travel industry you gonna be doing car trips and staycations this year man you know like the travel industry is hurting you know you think about the airlines the the cruise ships but you know what I, I you know I think about like industries what about the film industry 
Who is going to the movie theater? What about the adult film industry? Oh, my Lord. Mm. You know, I, I would even give it to the adult film industry. They got standards, right? Like, they've been dealing with this stuff. Do they have for, standards, they, though? They've been dealing with this stuff for years, though, right? It ain't nothing new body fluid and exchange of body fluids and how do you keep healthy. And if, you, if you're doing adult entertainment, they've at least thought about this. I don't think nobody else has kind of considered this piece. Unbelievable. What do you think about that? Well, you know, in the um, the adult film industry, it's a whole new group of, what's that site? OnlyFans. A whole lot of solo sex performers on this Ooh. stuff. So they're good. Okay. It's still going to get their coins. As a matter of fact, they're probably making more money because people are locked in. There you go. So there you like, go. Let me see who else I can subscribe to. Live streaming, nineteen ninety nine. Now $19.69. Get okay. Your coin. Um, coronavirus cure. They're working on a vaccine right now, but there are some rare mice that there just aren't enough of these mice for them to experiment on for a potential cure for coronavirus. So these lab rats, not enough. How do you think this is going to play out in terms of the quickness that these um, super scientists will be able to, um, you know, have the, you know, the ability to to help find a cure for Corona? They'll probably start experimenting on poor people. Tuskegee experiment part hey, three. T. Petty said it here. She said it first. I'm a second that. If if you run out of like, you know, animals to experiment on, we've been known to experiment on people. And that vaccine came out pretty quick, right? Like you 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 heard the president talk about we wanted a vaccine within like a month or two. And they've already started some stuff moving in the trials. So if you tell me they ain't actually got the animals to test it on and they've already moved it into human trials, that means they're testing on humans. I hope the hell it ain't uh, people's grannies and pawpaws at the damn nursing home. I mean, I guess they're not letting nobody in, but they could put some fake vaccine or some vaccine trials in the back door, and a medical director from the nursing home could maybe go ahead and do that. I'm just saying. Well, there are people volunteering. Mm. I think the number I saw was like, $4,300 they're going to get. God bless them. Okay, Peter Bayer, he is a minor league baseball player. Uh, as you know that uh, there's a baseball suspension with all sports. He is now driving um, DoorDash to make ends meet. One, if you were faced with a decision between shit, losing your place and you know losing your income and driving DoorDash, would you drive DoorDash at this time? I think that's a losing proposition on both of those, right? So not only did your job that you was doing tank, then you started driving DoorDash, and we just had the conversation about food delivery. So that's going to be the next thing that just kind of drops and nosedive. So what do you do after that? If you are the only DoorDash delivery person, though, in your city, you might be able to make you a grip, I mean, until the baseball thing comes up or you you know, put you in a super resume somewhere else. What do you think, T. Petty? Well, people are not going to stop ordering from food delivery services. The majority of people are not. So that might be a viable second option. And would I do it? I would do anything legal to keep a roof over my head. I don't I Would I you mean, do you Would your, you do something illegal to keep a roof over your head? If it was sanitary, okay. then I wouldn't get caught. All right. It's only illegal if you get caught. That's right. That's right. Okay. And then finally, we have to talk about these no good motherfuckers. Uh, these ones? Hoarding ass sons of bitches, uh, sons of bitches. Um, this man in Kentucky 
drove around his area. I believe this is the Kentucky area, Ohio, uh, in there. He bought 17,700 bottles of hand sanitizer, and then him and his buddy got this damn Laurel and Hardy-ass uh, scheme together to put the shit on eBay, but eBay shut his ass down because he was trying to get like a super grip for these bottles of hand sanitizer, and now he's stuck with that shit in his garage. Um, in the black community, we have a saying, good for his ass. But what are y'all thoughts on hoarding anything, but especially this fool that hoarded the hand sanitizer? You know, it's the hoard- the hoarding doesn't like upset me, right? Like if you go out and you buy some stuff, right? And with the with the intent of reselling and get and making a little bit of income on it, I'm not too mad at that. But you can't be ridiculous with it, right? Like if you get a dollar hand sanitizer and you sell it for two and you double your money, like I'm not that mad. But if you're trying to sell a dollar hand sanitizer for twenty dollars, yeah, then you need to be shut down. Then I, I'm I'm going to be upset at that. It was going for eighty dollars a gallon in some places on eBay and online. Like, why does there need to be a black market for hand sanitizer? But I digress. T. Petty hoarders. Again, we talked about tissue paper and water. That's not going to help you with the virus. And now this hand sanitizer. Your thoughts? People that do stuff like that need their ass beat. That's ridiculous. Not only are you hoarding with the intent to price gouge everybody else. But think about the people who don't have the same level of privilege that we have because we could all go out and at a whim and buy whatever we need whenever we get ready. But think about the people who are living paycheck to paycheck, who are stretching every single dollar, who have to wait until payday to go and get the shit that they need, and then they go and they can't get what they need because your dumbass and bought everything up. That's some bullshit. That's unbelievable. And the other crazy part about that, if the people who need hand sanitizers, wipes, whatever, to stay healthy, at some point it becomes counterproductive to you. So, like, if this person can't clean their hands or sanitize their space, then it's going to make me sick, everybody else sick. So it's like you hurting yourself on top of that. Y'all remember that movie Crash, like all the unintended consequences of how the stories got woven together? It's like you hoard up all the hand sanitizer, then somebody can't sanitize their hands, you come in contact with them, they got COVID on their hands, they touch you, and then boom, you got it. What you think, T-Petty? Again, Americans are selfish assholes. Because it's... This is just one example of one dude doing this shit. Like, this is crazy. What is wrong with you that you would do something like that? And that reminds you why we're talking about assholes. Did y'all see the story about the dude that flew on JetBlue? Yes. After he knew he yes. was he had the Rona? Yes. I would have yes. beat the dog shit out of him. You hop your infected ass on this plane purposely full of people knowing that you had a Rona. And, and then you just, one of the passengers overheard him talking to a friend about it. And that's how the the crew found out. Unbelievable. What should happen to people like that? Ridiculous. I want to know, like, where was he going with the Rona? Like, he felt like he, he going to, oh, that's Lord. He was a Florida man. That's a Florida man story. That's, that's, a, <laughs> that explained everything right there. But like, where is you going with the coronavirus? It, like, Stay my, my thing is, like, even if you say, like, I want to get to my back to my loved ones with the coronavirus, with the Rona, you was like, no, I'm going to stay away from my loved ones. Mm-hmm. So, like, where was you actually going that you felt the need to get on a plane and possibly infect everybody 
in the airport, on the way to the airport, terminal. Every, every terminal. You touching the banner. Everything. Um, Whitney Selfish. Houston said it best. Learning to love yourself is the greatest love of all. Love yourself at your house until you self-quarantine or test negative. T-Petty? I agree. So y'all know that my family is back in uh, the Midwest, and I am purposely not going home to visit them because I could have the Rona. Sorry, y'all, but I could. I feel fine. I have no symptoms. (laughs) I mean, (laughs) black Jesus, hopefully not. Mm. But I could. But I could go home. And I have people who fall into the vulnerable populations, older, compromised immune systems. So I am purposely staying away so I don't get in Rona, potentially. So why don't people think like that? You know why? Because they're assholes. Unbelievable. I'm going to take us out on this. So first of all, Digital Gumbo Podcast, you're listening to us. Uh, Thanks so much. Again, we are on Twitter at the Digital Gumbo on Instagram at the Digital Gumbo and our email address. We want you to be part of the show, the Digital Gumbo at gmail.com. But we are America's most intelligent podcast. There have been only four states as of the uh, date of this taping that have not reported cases of Corona. Montana, excuse me. Yes, Montana, Idaho, five. Montana, Idaho, North Dakota, West Virginia, and Alabama. So let's break these down one by one. Montana is one of the least populated states. They don't even have a speed limit, I don't think, in Montana. You can drive as fast as you want because there's no other cars for another mile. Lots of wide open spaces in Montana, too. Lots of wide open spaces. T. Petty said Idaho, if we were to um, go move to a state where the coronavirus would have the least amount of impact on us, uh, I uh, objected to that because of uh, potatoes, but as of today, Five Guys is still selling fries, so <laughs> Idaho, we good to go. I said North Dakota, a cold state where it will be hard for the virus to survive on the Canadian border. Ding on that. Alabama. So Alabama, I'm just going to put them to the side because they probably don't even got no tests down there. And it might be some certain people in Alabama, God forbid, that don't even know that the coronavirus exists. So we're going to leave it at that. And and, and Alabama tends to be last in a lot of things. And mm. a lot of things. I thought Arkansas was going to be on the list, but it was Alabama. And then finally, like who fucks with West Virginia? Like West, like no one's coming into West Virginia. <laughs> No one's leaving West Virginia, and they probably have a built-in immunity because of that cousin might be related to, might not be thing with West Virginia. So five states as of now. You're spot on with the Idaho thing. My potatoes and french fries have not been impacted. T-Petty, those five states that don't have any reported cases of COVID-19 right now. So I don't put any stock in this whole number of reported cases thing because there aren't enough tests to go around. Every state in this union has cases of the Rona. But we don't know because nobody can get tested. Mm. And they're not going to be able to ramp it up in enough time. So you need to just proceed with the assumption that everybody has the Rona. Now, lastly, um, we're going to, this uh, is just uh, coming to light as of uh, the taping today. There may be a ban on all inter, is it, no, interstate travel Within the United States, locking down state borders. You have family in the Midwest. I have family in the Northeast. Um, 
Idris also has family uh, in the uh, Midwest. What do y'all think about this in terms of what staycations and visiting families and the whole nine yards if this comes to pass? Yeah, so I was um, definitely thinking about traveling home. I got family in the Midwest, but also in the South. And, you know, and I was thinking about traveling home, but like T. Petty said, you know, you don't want to put your loved ones in danger. But, you know, you think about this, like, you know, we've kind of put the airline industry on lockdown, meaning that people have just kind of, you know, decided to do social distancing and not get on flights. But when you think about how goods and services and people move back and forth in the United States, it is on the roads. It is on the interstates. So if you're, you know, trying to think about, like, how do you stop the transmission of this thing from state to state? You got to start thinking about, like, the roadways. So, like, that's a natural kind of progression in thought. Agreed. So if you're going to say put the lockdown on domestic travel, that means National Guard is going to be deployed to close highways. Yes. They're going to ground all flights. Mm, mm, I mm. think that would incite a level of panic that we haven't seen yet. Like, people are now trying to maintain some sense of normalcy. They're still, like, going out in less numbers, but people are still trying to, you know, keep that that normal feeling. But if the current crop of idiots running the federal government try to put a lockdown on domestic travel— that's going to have some unintended consequences. Have y'all seen the pictures of what happened in O'Hare with international flights returning? No. Okay, let me pull that up while we keep talking. All right. You know, like, and the, and the other thing about travel, like, especially on roadways, like, Americans, man, we're used to freedom. Yep. So the Diners you, and driving. Yeah, exactly. And you, you think about, like, America and car culture and the ability to move and travel and go places to places. That's, like, inherent in America. Right. So like if you are not able to travel on the roadways, I think T. Petty is right. Like that's going to incite a sense of kind of like just panic among the public. Like I can't move. I can't go anywhere. So like that's going to be something really serious. They start shutting down the roadways. Unbelievable. Cabin fever times a million. Yeah. And think about places like where we live, how easily we travel back and forth between D.C., Maryland, Virginia. I even know some people that commute in from the heretofore mentioned West Virginia. So what does that mean? That means I can't go see my boys that live in my neighboring state. Mm. Can't see my my nieces and my nephews, my godkids. Is that what that means? Who's going to put a stop to that? That's stressful. Right. I tell you, West Virginia, like, what's that song that goes, take me home, country road, West Virginia? <laughs> like, not, people will find ways to, like, move between states that's not the interstate. Like, they'll, they'll still figure it out, but it, it'll cause a lot of panic. There's going to be some interstate hand sanitizing bootlegging going on of hand sanitizer oh, and other stuff. Another, so, you know so, what you know. else is going to happen? It's going to be a real decline in dick appointments. Mm. I mean, Unbelievable. people have holes in different area codes. Well, this is true. I mean, and that's what I heard. Yes. I don't. You got to find you some local holes now. So, Shoot, I, I think the uh, the thing is going to be like bootleg hand sanitizer, like you said. That's going to be the new moonshine. West Virginia's going to be the capital of like hand hand sanitizer. You're going to have people in the woods like manufacturing hand sanitizer, selling it. <laughs> like this is a part moonshine, part dynamite, and part rubbing alcohol. Somebody's going to die from this bootleg hand sanitizer. When all they got to do is get some soap. The shelves are full. Unbelievable. Now, here's another unintended consequence, and we're going to leave out after this one. 
You know, when I send you guys texts about the show, I always do hashtag Nookie Domus, right? You ready? You do. You can't go nowhere. Ain't no sports. Mm. You with your boo, and people get cooped up. Your nature rises. I'm predicting nine months from now, between December 1st and January 15th, you will see an explosion of births in the United States of America and worldwide like you have never seen before. Nurses and doctors get ready. COVID-19 babies. And they're going to be, somebody is going to name their baby COVID. Rona baby. They they might do it backwards. What's COVID? Coco. COVID. uh, D-I. Divac. 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 (laughs) Vladi Divac. They're going to name their baby Vladi Divac. So get ready. We already told y'all as of today, mid-March, that come December 1st, right between Thanksgiving and Martin Luther King Day, it's going to be a record world population explosion growth in the United States and America. I agree. Unbelievable. I mean, I'm in mourning for March Madness. Y'all know this is my time of year. Between now and April, I don't talk to none of y'all because I'm watching games round the clock, and now I don't even have that. So I bought a new TV that's how and can't even use it. I know people are not going to stop having sex. Mm, mm, what mm. they going to do? What they going to do? It's like 1920 instead of 2020. Yeah, nothing to do, and you cooped up. That's what you're going to do. That's what you do, Booty, I, I, like, booty I'll Call tell you. Express. Now, you know what? It hasn't been a shortage yet. Lubricant. But it should be. Or condoms. I mean, well... <laughs> What's that goal? We people know no, nah, they weren't using condoms before. They're not about to start now. Mm, they better. They better. <laughs> you are listening to the Digital Gumbo Podcast, the podcast that defies any and all social distancing rules. That is all things COVID. Thank y'all for joining us. Now listen, if you're listening to this episode, we're about to go into another episode about all things non-COVID. A rapid fire type of uh, setting, type of format. We never did this before. So if you listen to this podcast, click on over to the next episode labeled Everything Not COVID. We will entertain y'all during this quarantine slash stay in your home slash uh, zombie-ish virus period. We love y'all. Again, I am Nookie Bishop Jr. I was joined by T. Petty and also Idris Elbow. We are available on Instagram at The Digital Gumbo. I'm on Instagram at Nookie Bishop, J-R-N-O-O-K-I-E-B-I-S-H-O-P-J-R. We are on Twitter at The Digital Gumbo. I'm also on Twitter, at Nookie Bishop Jr. And then email us. You ain't got shit else to do. You know, give us some subject ideas. What's your thoughts? Give us some feedback on this. The Digital Gumbo at gmail.com. And of course, wherever you listen to podcasts is where you can find our other episodes. And if you have an Alexa-equipped device, you just say, <laughs> Alexa, play The Digital Gumbo Podcast. And whap, whap, ba-boom, bam. You can take us home with you any night. Hazmat suit or no hazmat suit. No lube, condom, no condom. It's all good. We love y'all. This is the Digital Gumbo Podcast. Stay tuned. Now, hit that other episode, the non-COVID episode of the Digital Gumbo Podcast coming up right now. Stay tuned.